0: How about this fucking team right here? Dustin Brown, short-handed for L.A.
1: Score! Here is Golagoski. He gets leveled at the blue line by Dowdy. Shoot for it. 2 for I uh, kind of like it. Richard throws it in front. Parlor, score! Well, well done, boy. Here's some swagger. Pushed on the show, we're going to get it done. This is for you, Kings fans, wherever you may be. Hey everybody, welcome to the Thanks Bud Podcast. I am Chanel Berlin. And I'm Diane Fan. We're back for episode 20. I hope I number that correctly, but I think it's 20. <laughs> we took a week off to just watch the Olympics. Now the Olympics are winding down, the Olympic ice hockey. There's one more game left, which neither one of us will be awake for, and that is the gold medal game. Doesn't matter, because neither Slovenia nor the U.S. team will be a part of it. So we don't care. <laughs> yeah, Actually, we do care, in that we don't want Canada to That's win. That's true. <laughs> We're still riding that wave. Even though there are a couple of Kings players on the Canadian team. I don't care.
0: <laughs> Jeff Carter, since Drew Daddy already has a medal, mm-hmm. so if Jeff Carter can just defect to Sweden... Right, right and then Sweden can win, <laughs> then gold, win gold, that would be ideal. That would be the best way because for this to Because what was not ideal is, I mean, I woke up this morning to turn on the game at 7, mm-hmm. and then fell asleep, you know, it's 7 in the morning, come on guys. Mm-hmm. And woke up to it being 2-0, not bad, fine. And then
1: <laughs> it ended 5-0. Same thing, I, well, I didn't wake up at 7, I didn't wake up at the start of the game, but I woke up at the end of the first period and it was two nothing and it was like that's fine. I was like, they got plenty of time. Surely they won't get shut out two games. Surely. In a surely
0: it's not the kings
1: that were watching play here. They disappointed me greatly <laughs> in that way. It was very Kingsy. I was like, well at least I'm primed now to get back to watching my favorite NHL team <laughs> because I
0: was lamenting because <laughs> with the US being shut out twice and then Kings games getting to start up again this week I am never going to see a goal. <laughs> ever again it. for the rest of my life.
1: That, That's it was like twenty goals that team USA scored. That was that was all of it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Done from here on out. So yeah, it was really, really, really disappointing. And although I mean, I was actually sadder for the women's team when they lost and I was frustrated by the one zero score in the men's Canadian Canada versus U.S. game. This game, I was just like, "Really, you're gonna let this happen to you?" Yeah, and they did. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, I guess good job, uh, Tammy Solani. Sure. Very happy for you, buddy. Everyone else is garbage. Everyone yeah. on the U.S. team is garbage. I, yeah,
1: I couldn't even feel bad for them today because nope. I was like, "You, you earned this."
0: Everyone talks about Patrick Kane just looking so upset. I'm like, "Yeah, you better cry.
1: Yeah, you earned all of those tears. You did not score you a were goal. Fucking horrible." <laughs> at the end of that game he started out strong like a lot of those players had were obviously awesome earlier in the tournament but that last game everybody just sort of gave in to defeat and I feel like even Jonathan Quick didn't give up necessarily but he clearly got to a point where he was like you know what if you're just gonna allow this many chances just fuck you <laughs> Just let him go in. Whatever.
0: (laughs) Except that that part bummed me because I'm like, oh gosh, every – I'm like, the royal half is going to retweet every person who's just
1: like, Miller should have started. Yeah, this is why you start (laughs) Miller. I was surprised, a little surprised, that they played quick only because it was a back to back. But I understand because it's like if it's the game where the US potentially has a chance to medal, of course he wants to play in it. And as the guy who's been the starter for this team the whole tournament, sure. Fine. Um, And Dan Biles actually stuck by his choice to start quick again. So cool, I mean, unfortunately his team defensively didn't help him out and offensively didn't do anything. A rough time for Team USA just completely fizzled at the end of the Olympic tournament.
0: (laughs) Afterwards, I was honestly kind of in shock. Like I, I just could not believe that that had happened. This bronze medal game. Jeez. I was just like, I cannot believe this just was happening. way
1: to completely shit the bed.
0: I'm getting depressed about it right now.
1: <laughs> Don't get sad. We won't dwell on
0: I've, it. I've slumped lower and lower in my <laughs> seat right now. I'm just like resting my head on my hands. It's, just being like, it's awful. Kind of
1: just like a, getting more and more Charlie Brown about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, instead of dwelling then on just the spectacular disappointment that Team USA turned out to be, I think we should just focus on... Kings players individually who were actually have been pretty exciting for most of the Olympics in a way that made me angry after like the first three games that any of the teams played because I was like, oh, suddenly everybody is scoring like it's fine and they do it all the time. Yeah, fine, Jeff Carter.
0: (laughs) Score a hat trick for Canada (laughs)
1: but not for the Kings.
0: Who took you out of Columbus? Score score a hat trick for
1: the Kings, Where's the Kings hat trick this season? I haven't seen it yet. I hope you didn't waste it because that game also was 6 nothing. You could have saved that hat trick. <laughs> Dustin Brown dis- deciding that he's going to score multiple goals. Yeah. Here's the thing. So somebody asked Dan Bilesma why they, he decided to shorten the bench so much in this last game that the U.S. team played. You know, specifically like Dustin Brown. Why did he not get very much ice time at all? And Dan Bilesma was like, well, we wanted to play the people who we thought had an opportunity to score. Dustin Brown, two more goals and Patrick Kane in this Olympics. Just to really paint how ridiculous this tournament has been for this team, or has ended up being, because it actually started out pretty great. Uh, Jonathan Quick's save percentage, with the exception of this last game, crazy good. So, yeah. if he could continue to do that, fine. Drew Doughty, it has been like most of Canada's offense so far. The
0: defensemen have really carried the Canadian team. <laughs> yeah, I w- it was something like half of the um, goals that can at one point half of the goals that Canada scored were scored by defensemen. But not only defensemen, just two people: yeah. Shea Weber and Drew Daddy.
1: So <laughs> if he could continue that when he comes back, awesome, Jeff Carter. Keep doing what you're doing. He got a lot of flack in the first game. It was so great, because I loved the
0: uh, the game against Austria when he scored the hat track. It was fantastic, because he d- he wasn't playing well uh-uh. in the beginning of that game. And people were starting to shit on him, just mm-hmm. a little bit. Because they had like, already
1: done that for the first game. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, before the first game. The second his name was uttered by <laughs> yeah. anyone, um, be- naming him to the Canadian roster, people started shitting on him. But... This, it was funny, because people started complaining about, like, oh, good job there, Jeff Carter. Like, way to get a penalty, Jeff Carter. And then he hops out of the penalty box yeah. and scores a goal, and then scores two more goals. <laughs> so um, shut
1: up, everywhere. So
0: it's like he knew. His spidey sense was tingling. <laughs> and he was like, hey, I think someone's talking shit
1: about me yeah. more than they usually do. And uh, I'm going to just go ahead and score a hat trick here. I think that was the only game where I was actively cheering on Canada, but mostly what I was cheering about was Jeff Carter. because Because he's so loved in Los Angeles, I forget how much people hate him for various reasons. Didn't want him on this team. And then he scores a hat trick, and that's great. And that still is the game where Canada's had the most... Goal scoring.
0: <laughs> Side note about Jeff Carter: I am very pleased that a lot of, uh, like, the commentators and whatnot, have been speaking as to how defensively sound he is, and yeah. that always makes me happy because I know that he is an on- a, a, an offensive dynamo. We all know that he's got a great shot, but I love when people are like, "Hey,
1: he's also pretty good defensively," mm-hmm. um, and that pleases me. And it's something that has improved. Like, we've talked about it a little bit on this podcast, that mm-hmm. has improved throughout his career. So uh, you can thank the Kings for that as well, because that's such a big part of the Kings' identity that he's had to keep improving it on the team, and he's done that. Good job, Jeff Carter. You keep being you. If he wins a gold medal, I will feel glad for him a small amount.
0: Because <laughs> I still just don't want Canada to, to win. I will feel good for him. Jamie Ben. I like Jamie Ben. He's okay. Everyone else can fall into the ocean. <laughs> I
1: think. Oh, PK Subban. Oh I feel, yeah, I'll feel good about him having a gold medal, even though he didn't get, he hasn't gotten like a, a whole lot of playing time. Don't care. You wear that gold you medal, wear buddy. Proud. Um, Bergeron. Yeah. I like yeah. Bergeron. I like plenty of Team Canada individually. I just don't want Canada to win. Yeah. And of course, by the time this podcast goes up, we'll know who who won. So if it's Canada, what the fuck. <laughs> Sweden, just, why would you let just me Just know, know that we're upset. <laughs> yeah.
0: Whenever you listen to this, it, like, you'll already know who i How we feel. Just know that we're very upset. Yeah.
1: And if it's Sweden, I'm so happy.
0: Just know that I've probably walked into a supermarket and upended every... Like, <laughing> the pancake aisle? Disaster. I've just thrown every single bottle of maple syrup
1: onto the ground. <laughs> yeah. All the Canadian bacon? Whatever. It's on the floor.
0: If Sweden wins, I just know that I have a stomachache because I've eaten about a
1: pound of Swedish fish. Mm-hmm. That's so. Some nice pancakes. Went to IKEA. Had I a went to, breakfast there.
0: Went to IKEA. I love IKEA. <laughs> I have gone to IKEA just for food. Um, so fun fact: if anyone wants to go to IKEA
1: <laughs> to celebrate Sweden's to celebrate gold medal, Sweden's
0: gold medal um, sit on a couch, um, eat some Swedish meatballs. Cool. That's what have an happening. ice cream cone. <laughs> Good times.
1: So now we've told you our like two possible futures. On the so, just, of the so just
0: know when you're listening to us and <laughs> you, you know them. who won. So know that at that time this yeah. is what we were we've doing.
1: We've either ruined grocery stores <laughs> or we've gone to IKEA and had <laughs> breakfast with strangers. So either way, super exciting obviously. <laughs> Cool, I like it. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so it's been a very, it's been a cool, I don't know, it was a very interesting tournament. A lot of people weren't sure, like, when the Olympics started, how Team USA was gonna do, and then they had that crazy 7 1 game that was awesome, including Dustin Brown, who had a goal in that game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I don't have it, the box scores in front of me, so I can't remember if that was the one. I just remember the play was like it was like back and forth passing and he was he kind of i don't know he came it might have been kessler though i don't remember the sequencing but anyway it was basically like some cool passing between Kane and kessler and eventually dustin brown was just in the right place at the right time to just bat it home it was great it was a seventh goal so it didn't matter they'd won the game already (laughs) but it was cool just to see him getting it on the scoring that early uh and even patrick kane for as much Flack as I personally gave him in this last game, he was really strong in most of the tournament and sort of you know getting himself in the right positions. There was I think a goal in that first game where he just had like, or maybe it was the second game where he just the coolest like little uh, cross ice pass. Maybe that was Dustin Brown. That's what goal. I was thinking. Yeah, that was <laughs> Dustin Brown's second goal. Yeah, perfectly placed pass and Dustin Brown bangs it into the open net. It was beautiful and I felt really good about it. <laughs>
0: It's really nice watching Patrick Kane and getting to cheer for him oh, because yeah.
1: he's such a good player. He's he's really good. Like When he's on, he's awesome. And most of the time, I don't cheer for him, mostly because I don't care about him, but also then he's like on a team that I don't root for and is usually wreaking havoc against teams <laughs> that I root for. <laughs> so uh, it's rough, but it was nice to be able to cheer for him a little bit <laughs> for a while. A little while. That time is over now. <laughs> yeah. It's back to business as usual. That was the other thing. Like, every time somebody was like, Patrick Kane is crying. How sad for him. I was like, I'm sorry. He still plays for the Chicago Blackhawks. They're probably going to get to the Stanley Cup final again. I don't feel bad for
0: I don't think he's okay. <laughs>
1: I think he'll survive. Um, and like I said, Drew Downey, most of the offense for Canada.
0: Oh, yeah. In uh, whatever game it was. And he scored the goal uh, to tie it up. Yeah. Or definitely. the first goal. Whatever. And then the overtime. Mm-hmm. Um, right. that shouldn't happen when your <laughs> offense is so stacked. <laughs> yeah. I feel like someone else might have, uh, should have contributed.
1: Obviously, the biggest game that Team USA played was that shootout win versus Russia. The thing about having the Olympics in Russia is that every uh, game that Russia played, there were plenty of people there to cheer for him, and it was loud the whole time. So that game, lots of atmosphere, goes to a shootout. And of course, T.J. Oshie (laughs) steps up big time. I had forgotten about the international rules when, and and, like, I'll be honest, that game started at 4.30 in the morning. I was asleep. (laughs) I woke up as it like was at, like during the shootout. And so when I first looked at my phone, I was like, oh, he's going again. (laughs) T.J. Oshie's going again and was confused for a second. But then I remembered that the rules are different for international play you after can, the first three. Yeah, after the first three, you can call up the same people as much as you want to. I think, you know, people seem to be like, all right, TJ Oshie. But, but uh, then afterwards, you know, after he came out on the winning side of it, everybody just brought up like his numbers uh, that he's apparently been amazing in shootouts. Has and awesome a legend record. was born yeah. in TJ Oshie. Just,
0: like, I'm waiting for the slow-mo, like, black, like uh, whatever promo for whatever uh, sports thing. Right, yeah. Thing is going to happen. He's going to have a great commercial of um, him single-handedly
1: winning that game. You know like next Olympics, especially because they didn't medal, Like the moment that they're going to bring up as memorable for a Team USA, totally that game and that shootout. So expect T.J. Oshie in some ads in 2018 (laughs) (laughs) if he is still playing
0: at all well. But also my favorite part is that um, a lot of people don't know who T.J. Oshie is. And that's understandable. Um, Central teams... I feel like West, like, we always complain about West Coast, uh, or East Coast bias, but I feel like, you know, the Stars, the Blues, or, you know, like, things like that might kind of fall by the wayside if they're not in, like, a a real hockey, big hockey place.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, especially, like, being, you know, in the same general, like, in the same division or whatever is the Chicago Blackhawks, like, that's the only Midwestern team that people talk about regularly. And, like,
0: the Wild.
1: Right. Except for that they're not great, but... It's in the state of hockey, so
0: it's a thing. (laughs) Yeah. And like, we obviously know plenty about him, uh, just because, I mean, I think TJ Oshie is funny in general as a human being, but because the Kings play the blues so often, in that the Kings regularly just demolish the blues so often, that we can't help but know. About TJ Oshi, so it's kind of funny seeing people being like, "Oh, this TJ Oshi fellow is pretty good." Yeah. Let's oh, Let's this let's, t- let's dig up pictures from his uh, college years, him and uh, Jonathan Taves just hanging out, yeah. being just broing down.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of people aren't us and don't like. To look up random facts about players, so they didn't know about the time that T.J. Oshie pretty much got Jonathan Taves arrested in a bar. Oh, or that T.J. Oshie peed in an elevator. <laughs> so, fun facts for you, entire world. <laughs> what a guy.
0: I was like, everyone's like, oh, what a nice all-American boy. I was like, oh, that guy that peed in an elevator? Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: T.J. That's T.J. Oshie for ya. <laughs> He's gonna be a dad. <laughs> <laughs> he is gonna be a dad. That is also the game, of course, where because Russia was so butt hurt about losing that they focused on that disallowed goal, which understandable. As a Kings fan, I know all about goals that have been disallowed or you know due to like quick whistles or things like that, unfair goals from heaven that change the nature <laughs> of a game. Know all about it. Russia scores a goal, pair goal. It is a player who is not Pavel Datsyuk should be the goal ahead goal to make it three two and then Russia possibly would have won the game and regulation, and the officials notice after the goal is scored that the net is off of its moorings slightly. And international rules, it can't be off pretty much at all. It has to be flat the whole time. If it is knocked off, the goals cannot be allowed. A little different in the NHL, they kind of let that, if it's that small of a movement, they let it slide. Unless it's completely off its right, moorings. Yes. yeah. They, they would have allowed that goal. So, but that, it's not the NHL, and the goal gets disallowed. And then afterwards, Slavovoinov, who we have lots of affection for, has some quotes um, talking about Jonathan Quick and saying that the quote kind of implies that he might have done it on purpose. Basically he says, you know, I am Quick's teammate, I know how he plays, he does it all the time. So the best possible interpretation of that quote is that he means, you know, Jonathan Quick just plays really strong post to post, and <laughs> sometimes they come to sludge.
0: It just happens. Yeah. It's fine. That's the way he plays. But the more
1: probable, yeah, the, the, interpretation of this quote is that Quickie's a big effing cheater. Yeah, he did it on purpose and totally changed the game. And Russia probably should have won. I don't. It, basically, so much shade. As I put yep. out on Twitter, the entire pool was covered. <laughs> Shade everywhere. <laughs> there was no sun to be found in this quote. Kind of an interesting shots fired moment between teammates. And as expected,
0: after that quote, I did a quick perusal of Twitter. I will just let you uh, use your imagination as to how many times the word communist Oh, was used in reference to Slava Boydov after that. Oh no. People would retweet it or talk about it and that would come I was
1: like, that's that sounds about right for Twitter. Oh gosh, Twitter. You'd never disappoint in (laughs) being terrible. The thing about that play though is that you know, when you like if you look at just the GIF, it does look like, oh, maybe he could have knocked it off on purpose. But that he didn't knock that off right when that goal happened. He he was, like, stopping a shot from Guinea Malkin a little bit before that, and then as he's pushing off, it gets bumped out of place slightly. And then a little bit later, scoring chance happens, it's a goal. So my thing is, like, how prescient is Jonathan Quick? Like, was he like, I'm just going to knock this off just slightly so that in case somebody scores on me in the next 10 minutes in this period, it might be disallowed? I think he's a really smart player. I don't know if I think he is, like, just that much of a strategist.
0: And if he thought that far ahead, I would just be knocking that uh, net up, like, no one's around me, fine, let me just kick it up for a little bit,
1: and then... It wouldn't be, like, a tiny centimeter of a movement that may or may not be noticed by anybody ever at any point. I mean, maybe, (laughs) but... (laughs) At this point, who cares? It just yeah, it was just a very strange thing all around. But it did lead to some like minor kings drama, at least on the Twitter sphere. Yeah. Let's say so. I don't think it'll be anything once they get back to Los Angeles, especially since neither Team USA nor Russia medal. <laughs> <It laughs> I love
0: really the matter. pictures of Putin being just like, oh my god, <laughs> just like the the pictures of him sort of like head in hands.
1: Look, his team being defeated. Yeah. That's pretty hilarious. I there should I didn't see like a meme, but there should have been like a sad Putin meme.
0: <laughs> he said that, but it just sounded like sad
1: pooping. <laughs> no, I don't want it. I don't need that. <laughs> That's different and I don't like it. <laughs> but uh, I feel like the internet did let me down or maybe I just didn't notice it but there shouldn't be a sad Putin meme and uh, it'll be it'll be interesting I think it'll be a little interesting just to see how everybody adjusts post Olympics you know, you spend time away from your regular teammates and their opponents, and now you gotta come back and be friends again <laughs> and get some stuff done, so... One person that I feel like everyone can just be unilaterally delighted for is going to
0: be Jacob Kovatar. Oh, for sure! Because, as we all know, Slovenia makes it into the Olympics for the first time ever, won its first game Yay. ever, and was marvelous and beautiful, and everyone made fun of them because their jerseys were just so out of place, which I also loved. Cause like everyone's in like red, white, blue, like <laughs> yeah. yellows for Sweden. You know, just, like these bold colors. And Slovenia is like, let's go teal <laughs>
1: yeah. and like lime green. <laughs> you couldn't even like on the broadcast the numbers, even though they were outlined. You couldn't really even see them, so it was like impossible to track players. I also, I can't if you call your if names. you said Ziga.
0: That's three of the guys on the, the <laughs> yeah. team.
1: I can't. I don't would've know been your one names. of them. I can't read your numbers. Who are you? Whatever. I love you. <laughs> Keep but doing it.
0: Everyone was drinking the Slovenia Kool Aid. Yeah, and I loved it. It was awesome. Everyone's just so happy for them, as they very well should be. You know, um, as everyone was saying, that one win just making it, just playing that they the way that they did and like keeping up right with yeah. everyone is. And and watching the game grow mm-hmm. in Slovenia was fantastic. And it like was that's awesome. that's more than anything that they could have really asked for. Everyone kept mentioning that there's like seven ranks right in right. all of Slovenia. Yeah. And yeah. like hundred and thirty five <laughs> yeah. players registered. It's
1: like, okay. Yeah, you guys are you guys are doing all right. Great job guys. Kobotar played really well, as he does. He got a point. In their first game, and a goal in one of the later games. There was a slight scare when... Oh, yeah. During, during the USA of, game. During the one of the preliminary games, yeah, where he disappeared for the third period. And everybody was like, is he okay? And it turns fans out fans grab their, yeah, like, their butts. Yeah. please just don't be hurt. Please. He is and the then, only and, uh, one who is scoring goals oh for Oh, my anyone. God. Him and Robin Regeer. So... <laughs> That's all they got. But it turned out he just had a little bit of an illness. I guess there was a flu going around.
0: Oh, yeah. Tuka Rask said that he had the flu for like five days.
1: Yeah. So it was a a very uh, treacherous time in terms of health Uh, for players. But Kopitar was fine. Came back, played in their quarter or their qualification round that game. And they lost, unfortunately. But a great run for Slovenia. I was really excited they didn't finish at the bottom in the preliminaries, either, because Slovakia was a disaster. I was going
0: to say, Slovakia was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is happening in Slovakia? Uh, but speaking of random teams that you don't expect to do well, um, I'd like to tip my hat to Ted Nolan and the Latvian team yeah. for giving Canada quite a scare uh-huh. for a moment there. I'm pissed that they didn't uh, if only defeat just, them because uh. that would have been beautiful, but um, they, good game their goalie was phenomenal um, he was, he was, is a Lightning's prospect and I think he got called up because of this, yeah. uh, this performance, he also had great hair
1: yeah, job he was awesome. I felt by the end of that game, I felt so bad for him. I felt so like, sorry. That like, for moment him. where they had to stop and like towel him off. Basically. Oh, and then had to like massage his neck because he's <laughs> yeah. like,
0: I've had like fifty shots yeah. thrown this at me is right now. Terrible. This is awful.
1: I am not Ben Scribbins, Okay, I cannot <laughs> just go fifty nine save shutout. <laughs> <laughs> But he came really close. Yes. Yeah, so to playing, I mean, like they had already scored a, the one goal against, but other than that, he was phenomenal. And yeah. then, you know, he only and he still only let in the one other goal, so it wasn't even like.
0: I don't know the the Latvian uh, phrase for "I'm doing the best that I can. Yeah. I can only do so much." <laughs> but I feel like he might have yelled that at someone. Yeah, that's fair.
1: So uh, congratulations, though, to Ted Nolan for. Uh, <laughs> Surprising everyone. And then apparently, one of their players got like uh, eliminated for doping or something of some kind. Oh, did they and really? failed a drug test. <laughs> so, I don't know. I saw it very briefly today, but apparently, there was this slight, slight scandal <laughs> on the Lobby and Team.
0: So, I feel like, though, at this point, maybe Ted Nolan can stop being the interim coach mm-hmm. of the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, just keep him. Just keep him. Side Olympic notes that actually doesn't really have to do with hockey. Two things. One, um, I hope everyone has seen it, and I'm sure that they've you've had. You have... You. I hope that everyone has seen it. <laughs> I really hope that you have. Um, the... It should be a meme as well. Disinterested. Jeff Carter.
1: Oh, yeah!
0: That was a great moment. Being... Ex- Jonathan Taves, at one point, was wearing a curling stone on his head, so... <laughs> That made me like Jonathan Taves way more than I previously had. <laughs> and then that's followed by a video of him pretty emphatically uh, gesturing what looks <laughs> what looks like a play yeah. or something like that um, in regards to curling to a Jeff Carter who could
1: not give less of a shit. I think the best thing about the picture of Taves in the curling stone hat and then that also like shout out to Langley who first pointed it out to everybody that this video moment was in a montage from uh, CBC the best part is that Jeff Carter's like entire body (laughs) is like angled away from Jonathan Davis like I want no part of this (laughs) at all who is this loser Um, it's amazing Yeah, that definitely should have been a meme as well. It was a great moment on Twitter, but I feel like it could have been memed.
0: Yeah. I feel like Jeff Carter talked to everyone he knew that was pals with
1: Taves and was just like, why didn't you tell me he was such a nerd? (laughs) Yeah. Mike Richards, you summer with this person. You could have warned me. (laughs) What a character.
0: And um, this also does not have to do, it sort of has to do with Aki, but nothing to do with the Kings, is I appreciated Ashley Wagner's picture. That was of, hilarious to me. Uh, Michael Ferulik, Um and she noticed, like everyone else in the world, that he is an Ashton Kutcher lookalike. Yeah, and uh, took like a like a a selfie, sneaky like a sneaky selfie of her and him in like the cafeteria, which I thought was hilarious because I'm like. Lady, it's just Michael Frohling. <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> Just go tap him on
1: the shoulder. That was the best. Like, I saw it retweeted, and at first I was like, why is somebody retweeting Ashley Wagner? Because it wasn't like even one of my friends who I know watch ice dancing or any of the figure skating either. So I was like, what is this? And then, you know, she's like just creeping on this, you know, uh, Ashton Kutcher's Olympic twin, and you click on the picture, and it's Michael <laughs> Frohling. Who is stalking Michael Frohling? Mm-hmm. Ashley Wagner. That's cool. So good. Uh, Back in Los Angeles, because, of course, Kings were somewhere on vacation. There have been some good Instagram photos of people sunning together. Um, Everyone was on a beach. Yeah. Holding a fish. uh, Drinking fruity
0: beverages.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm jealous.
1: Except for, like, Willie Mitchell, who decided to go somewhere cold, it seemed like. But everybody else went to a tropical environment and posted about it on Twitter and Instagram and whatnot. Mike Richards, lots of pictures from Hawaii. (laughs) He
0: was super (laughs) amped about being in
1: Hawaii. (laughs) I wanted to tell the world. He's like, I have a Twitter, that's what this is for. (laughs) I'm just going to tell you about my vacation. But some people were around in LA. Matt Green wrote a couple of guest blogs for the LA Times. And they weren't, like, very long or even very in-depth pieces. They were mostly just about, like, what it's like to be a hockey player who is just a spectator for the Olympics. And, I don't know, it was really cool. I didn't expect anybody to do anything like that. Yeah. I like, let me just write some pieces for a newspaper. Then, and then there was some news, as I was looking at the LA Times, but was just a very quick little article, not even really an article, more like a little blurb, that was basically just saying that the Kings are unlikely to renew the trade talks for... Uh, Sam Gagne. I almost said Simone Gagne. That's wrong. (laughs) Sam Gagne from the Edmonton Oilers. Because, of course, people were talking about the Kings making a trade before the Olympic freeze, and the big name that was out there was Sam Gagne, and nothing happened. So now they're saying probably won't happen. But the thing is, like, it doesn't really give a reason for why talks have stopped. Just, they're not going to be pursuing that anymore. (laughs) So it looks like no Gagne to LA, which is unfortunate because I was really trying to come up with some good puns. <laughs> but I guess I will cease and desist on that. So now it'll be interesting because Colin Fraser is still down in Manchester and they've recalled Toffoli, Vay and Pearson. So they're trying to decide what to do still it seems like and but you know nothing's going to shake out the way we thought it would. Can you even think at this point of anybody that you would like want for the kings? Um no because of course i mean yes of course there are
0: a million people that i would want for the kings realistically yeah yeah like right now (laughs) in in terms of like oh let's get a really expensive person who would we give up let's get a cheapo person but why you know realistically no not really
1: yeah so i'll be very interested to see like there was some talk about like getting mcdonald from the islanders on defense i don't know if that'll happen Still, it's not like McDonald has been amazing either. So who knows with the Kings? But Colin Fraser did make his debut in Manchester. <laughs> that is a thing that happened. He still hasn't scored. <laughs> that's true. He got some power play time and some uh, penalty kills. And they say that he's playing very well.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: you know, uh, he does what he's supposed to do.
0: He still hasn't so- scored a goal. He but. was stoked
1: on getting more ice time because yeah. you know as a fourth liner he barely plays really for the Kings <laughs> and now he's like big guy veteran I got two Stanley Cups get out of my way. <laughs> uh, that kills me. <laughs>
0: just hanging out with the the Monarchs. Right, yeah. Just wearing a Stanley Cup ring on each
1: hand. <laughs> you wish you could be me. And they're like, not really. So I, it'll be interesting to see if they keep him down there. Uh, Martin Jones is currently still with them, but he it is anticipated that he will be back with the Kings on Monday. In the meantime, JF Perube, who basically went on a paid vacation, <laughs> has been practicing with the team, but he'll be sent back to Manchester and be their starter again soon. There have been like a rotating cast of like retired <laughs> guys and uh, coaching staff who've been Jamie in Storm. net. <laughs> yeah, Jamie Storm made an appearance in net. <laughs> it's been an interesting time as the Kings get ready to get into the rest of their season. In, while in the AHL, we talked about, like, Martin Jones getting or earning a shutout in one of the games. Since then, like, he went for like a whole weekend where they won all of their games or whatever he played really well. Yesterday, they played a game where he got another assist. So, somebody was saying that they haven't looked it up, but he might be the first person to have assists in the AHL and the NHL in the same season.
0: That's it's pretty nice. It was a it was a
1: pretty sweet
0: stretch pass akin to the one that he passed to Tyler Toffoli.
1: That wasn't actually him though. I rewatched that. He passes to Slava.
0: Oh, to Slava. Yeah, yeah, sorry. To
1: Slava. But it's a shorter pass. To yeah. Slava. And then Slav is the one who does the crazy stretch pass. Oh, that's right. But it's like that. <laughs> it's like it's that the pass. same like type of play. But it's just straight from the goaltender. This time, he passes to Jordan Wheel. Who just, you know, grabs it Who shoots it and... instead of
0: passing it because he's more of a passive than he is a shooter.
1: But he chose to shoot and I'm glad he did because yeah. it was a hell of a goal. It's a nice goal moment. You should look up the highlights from that game. It, it ended up being a 4-3 shootout loss to the Falcons, I believe. The thing is, like, the goal, that ended up being a tying goal, the tie at 3-3. And the goal that had put the Falcons ahead was like martin jones like tries to catch it and it kind of pops up around him and then he just sort of like fucks it up and <laughs> ends up back in the net so it essentially was a really great pass making up for a mistake that he had made um and they tie the game and they have a chance to win it in the shootout and they they don't but um it's a great great moment and you should look it up if you can because it's awesome tyler to foley the day that Jeff Carter got his hat trick, Tyler DeFoley in Manchester was like, whatever, I do this all the time. So he <coughs> gets another hat trick. Because the last time when he had been set down for that, like, random few games, he'd gotten a hat trick. Dude's just like, stop putting me down here. I ran into That day player.
0: in King. <sighs> I was furious. These are Kings <laughs> players currently not playing for Kings teams, yeah. but doing
1: exceedingly well. Mm hmm. So what you're telling me is like maybe possibly the Kings could have had two hat tricks in one game from two separate players. It's just cruel. (laughs) It was just cruel at this point. Drew Daddy scoring
0: goals, Jeff Carter scoring goals, Dustin Brown scoring goals, Tyler Toffoli scoring
1: goals. Yeah, it was just goals on goals on goals, and and none of them for the Kings. None of them at all. And then watch them come back and struggle. Thanks, guys. (laughs) I hope you all had fun. Having offensive production elsewhere, and then and then Tyler Tafoli, because of that, he had um, seven points in three games. <laughs> because why not? Um, and was named the AHL Player of the Week. So a productive time all around for Kings, just everywhere during vacation. And now we're all just hoping really hard that they bring literally any of that back to the actual team, and the Kings win some more games heading uh, to the playoffs. It's playoff sprint time, guys. You no, know, it is, this is not a fun time
0: for me, personally, because, um, stressing about trades mm-hmm. and those potentials, every loss is felt ten times more. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's another, you know, point lost to... The canucks or the, the coyotes
1: yeah and you know they're not gonna like they got really lucky in january in that the coyotes and the canucks continued to lose like just enough that the kings have held on to that third place spot in the pacific they're gonna have to work really hard if they have any hope of catching up to like the sharks they're not going to catch up to the Ducks. And not that it matters, I guess, for playoff seating if they are two or three, but as long as they're still in the playoffs. Yeah, that doesn't really matter. As we have learned from the Olympics, defense is really important. So if the Kings can stay on their game, they could continue to have a chance, but also you can't go – there can be no more shutouts. <laughs> no more. They've used all of, all of their, you know – Horrible shutout games. No more of those at all this season, please.
0: If I see another 0 1 game, I'm going to melt all
1: of these. <laughs> <with Stable Center. laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to get back to uh, going to Kings games and stuff, though.
0: Yeah, it's been weird uh, being fully entrenched in Olympic hockey. I just haven't. It was a weird shift. Yeah. Just really caring about one country or, you know, everyone being scattered around and then getting back into the the normal
1: hockey groove season. Yeah. Groove. I mean, also like the games. Those first games were all at like four thirty in the morning for people like us who were on the West Coast. I, so I didn't see really any of them live because I just don't have that much dedication. I love sleep.
0: I watched them and that I
1: turned them on and then like fell asleep through parts of it. <laughs> right, right. I always, I always watched those games after. Like I watched the whole games, but didn't watch them live. The ones that were a little later, I did watch. Like at work, and I was just like, look, everybody. Deal with it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I ha- same here. I watched all of these games at work, the, the ones that were at, like, 9 a.m. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, everyone, I'm going to be useless for the next two and a half hours. Right.
1: Don't be surprised. <laughs> don't talk
0: to me. Someone else answer the phones. Mm. Someone else deal with the clients. I am just going to sit here and watch hockey. Yeah, because it's kind of important to me. Yeah.
1: What's up? And because we were watching Olympic hockey, I don't really have a feel you can sort of look at what kings players did individually but they were playing with completely different people so it's like hard to judge how do you think this player is going to do heading into the rest of the season cuz the circumstances are completely different now they're not with the same those coaches <laughs> so
0: i hope for them that it feels the same way that it feels for us in that it was such like a distinct break mm-hmm. that they can start anew yeah like i know at the beginning of the olympic break we were kind of like they i mean they did win that last game, but we were all just like, I don't know, will a break even help them? Right. Like will this be of any use? But I'm I i do not know. I guess I just like forgot what it was like in two thousand and ten and it it is a very distinct like difference. Yeah. If, I mean obviously we are not playing these games. We are not living their lives I feel but like
1: super rested. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, <laughs> but like seeing how like even us as as spectators, how different it was like yeah. the feeling wise how it would be for them like that shift in schedule like maybe this will shake things up and mm-hmm. be what they needed maybe they needed that rest mm-hmm. maybe they need that like time apart or just you know some nameless thing to kind of help them get their
1: game back to back together yeah like you basically like you hope that the guys who went played and lost <clears throat> are come back motivated to not lose anymore and the guys who did really well both their teams or just individually or whatever that they just sort of build off of that. So, I am hoping for the best and I'm excited to see Kings games. I am personally very excited to see the Toronto Maple Leafs game. She says Toronto Maple Leafs,
0: everyone just know that <laughs> yeah. she is really saying Phil the thrill. <laughs> yeah. She is
1: fill the thrill.
0: So excited All to see Phil the thrill. I'm
1: so excited for Phil Castle to be in my face and do his thing. I wanted to get her a uh, stuffed
0: Phil Kessel doll. Oh my god! But I, could, I like <laughs> couldn't find one, and then I was like, if I just get her a stuffed potato, <laughs> a potato
1: plushie and of some, kind. a potato
0: plushie and tape a hockey stick to it.
1: It's essentially right, the number the eighty
0: one. <laughs> number eighty one on it. It's essentially the same. I would absolutely bring that little
1: potato <laughs> to the game. <laughs> So
0: <laughs> What if I just got you a Mr. Potato Head? I would and then be okay. Put with like a, a Kessel jersey on it <laughs> and put a hockey
1: stick in its hand? Buy a child sized jersey and they're like, Oh, you know, like a little kid who's a Maple Leafs fan? No. <laughs> it's a toy. <laughs> it's from a Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> so yeah, so excited for the thrill. The thrill is coming. <laughs> I don't know if anyone
0: knows just how excited <laughs> or how invested
1: she is in phil i Kessel. don't know how this happened to me it was an accident um but i started watching i mean I, i'd seen maple leafs games but i would started watching them actively pretty regularly this season partly because bernier and i just like watching him so i was like i want to see how he does in his new team and also because i really like a lot of the media that like uh toronto maple leafs Like bloggers and whatever, like stuff that they put out. So because of all that, I ended up watching it. I knew obviously of Phil Castle and that he was a pretty uh, respected player, very talented. But now I'm all about Phil the (laughs) Thrill. So excited for the Maple Leafs game. He's not even the best Castle. I I
0: love her too, though. I think we all know that Amanda Castle.
1: Pretty intense, but pretty um, great. I was really hoping for double Castle gold. I was, too. And I'm sad that it didn't happen, but I'm excited that Amanda Kessel has her her uh, silver medal. At least now they both have a silver medal <laughs> in their uh, Olympic careers. That's true. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, if if I could see Amanda Kessel here, I would love it. Hillary Knight to the Kings is still a thing that I also want. I love Hillary Knight. Just Hillary Knight's great. Sign her, Dean Lombardi. If you really just want to, everybody to think you're just like a crazy out there genius, go ahead. Sign Hillary Knight. Just do it. I don't think it's gonna happen, but if no, I would it's love not it. Happen. <laughs> I would love it if that but did. It is one hundred percent not gonna happen. So uh, I'm glad I could end this podcast talking about my obsession with Bill Castle. And uh, so,
0: if anyone's keeping track, um, I have a weird affinity for Robin Revere. Don't ask me why. <laughs> Um, it makes no sense. At least hers makes sense. <laughs> but it is still about Phil
1: Kessel. Uh, at least, at least Robin Regeer, you know, proved him, he saved everybody from going out on a losing note. But he's still Robin Regeer. That's <laughs> super true. <laughs> Sasky boy Robin Regeer. Oh, man. Uh, so, uh, any, uh, any King's things you want to say before we get out of here? I don't have anything specific.
0: I don't either. I don't think I have any specific King's things to talk about.
1: Um, goals. I just want goals. Come back, score a lot of goals. I would like. I would like some more goals. I want to hear
0: that goal horn a lot. Even though we did hear it. That's true. At the Olympics. Oh, that's true
1: because uh, it was all over the Olympics. That was pretty great,
0: actually. It was just like being in the Staples Center. It was really fun to hear, just like in the background, yeah. uh,
1: all of that. I that feel like. Great. I feel like personally, it cements my thinking, which is like kind of biased, but also I just feel this way that the King's goal horn is the best one in the NHL. So uh, I'm glad that somebody agreed and was like, yeah, bring that to Russia. <laughs> bring that is over that, here. It's excellent. So uh, yeah. Cause I hope everyone else has done the same thing that we've
0: done, which is to listen to all thirty <laughs> NHL goal yeah. horns and judge them.
1: <laughs> We're the most exciting people. If anyone hang wants out to with. grab
0: a beer and talk about goal horns. Right. <laughs> you know our Twitter cool. handle.
1: You know how to locate us. Again, if you hear about the game and Sweden wins, just know that you could have joined us at breakfast. (laughs) Or we have a... If you hear
0: hear about a string of uh, petty, I don't know, destruction,
1: (laughs) that it's just maple syrup. interesting news items about California woman has destroyed a local grocery store. Some very tiny lady has been going through local local grocery stores,
0: throwing maple syrup bottles onto the ground, yelling Canada Worst, Canada Worst, and running out
1: of the store. So uh, cool. Also, if anybody knows any cool lawyers for us in that event, just let us know. Thanks, everybody. Take care of yourselves. As usual, Follow us on Twitter. We're at ThanksBud. Individually, I'm at Chanel Berlin. And I'm at aka Diane Fan. And we are on iTunes and Stitcher. We have the site, of course. And we'll be back next week where we get to talk about Kings playing Kings games. It'll be exciting. And hopefully winning and scoring yeah. goals.
0: Come on. If they score three goals, if we can talk about three goals next week, I'm going to count it as a win. Yeah.
1: They play two games though. Yeah, three goals in each game,
0: or just three goals in. general? I'm literally saying three goals in general. <laughs> I'm not saying in a game at all. Are you kidding me?
1: That's fair. USA just got shut out twice. That's also true. I am at I am at a low point. <laughs> just yeah, come on, Kings. I would like wins as well with yeah. those three goals, but <laughs> yeah, and I can just talk about three goals. <laughs> all right, guys. So we'll catch you later. Thanks for listening, as always. Bye. Bye.